You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Hello, everyone out there listening to oneofus.net's Screener Squad. I'm Bradley Martin, leading the review on a show called Mrs. America. Now, why is a man leading the review of this? Well, I courageously accepted the duty to lead this because if a woman was given control over this podcast, well, they might think they should be drafted into wars. And having a baby in a foreign commie country means that baby is a commie in the eyes of God. So I'm a hero for my oppression, wouldn't you say, Rose? They'll sit in the corner. (laughs) And also we have... The reason why I actually sound good on these reviews, he's an amazing editor, we have Wright on the line with... uh, On the line. On the review with us. Hello, hello. Uh, I, thank you for having me, and uh, good night. Uh, that was a great cold open, and uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. like that a lot more than you said. That you, I, we, we talked a little bit before, and you're saying that this is going to be a little cringeworthy, but it's very appropriate for what this show is about, and I liked a lot more uh, than uh, you were setting us up for. And good Lord, I guess that means I'm a dad now or something. ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> That was my Phyllis Schlafly impersonation. Kate Blanchett plays Phyllis Schlafly in the, I'd say, long series, Mrs. Mm -hmm. America, premiering on FX in Canada. In the States, this is a Hulu show? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it was also premiering on FX at the the same time. I think so, Oh, cool. Because me, as an American watching it on Hulu, it had the little FX bug down in the corner. So, yeah, I guess it aired on TV at the same time. Oh, that's pretty neat. I'm hoping Hulu survives these alleged streamer wars. Sounds like everyone's doing pretty well, if you mm-hmm. ask me. Network yeah. promoting aside, this is a long-spanning show between the 70s and 80s about Kate Blanchett, as I said, always brilliant, playing Phyllis Schlafly, which I'm sure I'm butchering that name, who's taking it on herself to further her political career by starting a movement to stop the ERA. Now, what is ERA? That's the Equal Rights Agenda or Association. And we follow her career as well as the impactful, true-to-life women that lived through that time, uh, supported or were against the ERA, and the stories they have to tell through that time. That's a pretty basic synopsis. Now, this cast is absolutely huge. We're going to try and get into that as much as possible. The episodes cover like two to three years at a time sometimes, and sometimes Mm -hmm. they cover five to ten days of the movement. So that's also pretty fantastic. There's absolutely too much to talk about so i'm going to bail out and pull my parachute and pass the uh, pass this uh, microphone to rose and ask you what did you think of the overall series 
Uh, I I really really liked it ultimately in the end, but it did leave me very you know unsurprisingly to a lot of people I'm sure quite upset in a lot of ways and feeling a lot of things. But I I definitely liked it quite a lot, both from a technical standpoint and a, a message standpoint. Excellent. Right. Same question. I, I feel the same way. I, I knew a lot about this uh, whole situation, um, just honestly being raised by my mom, who was also a single mother, but she was pretty active in um, like local politics. Uh, was She was a Democratic uh, delegate in Dallas, Texas. Hmm. And she she's always she definitely raised me with uh, knowledge about this not too much on like uh, phyllis uh, shafley on her agenda and what was going on uh, so it was obviously a bit more biased for myself but i knew a lot of the these characters but i obviously knew how this all ended which is not um positive because i don't know if you guys know about this but <laughs> it's not that much better in these days uh, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I was really interested to, to hear from, from you too, Rose about this is that like, I, I, from my standpoint, I usually ended every episode angry or about to cry. Like mm. there is one particular episode. Oh, it's when, um, I think one of the, 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 one of the conferences, uh, I don't know if it was the first woman's conference where, uh, or I forget which one it was, but they were all singing together. Like, and it basically yeah. ends on that episode. And like, I was like breaking down because it was like, because uh, you, if you know about the history of the the ERA and uh, Phyllis Schlafly, you you know this is not going to end very well. And yeah. you see that there's so much so much hope uh, in their eyes and their performances, and you could tell that this is like a labor of love from the actors and. Uh, then seeing that and that ha- knowing what, how this is going to end up is well heartbreaking to say the least. So I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I think it's, um, I like the, the writer and directors. Uh, I like their stuff quite a bit. Like, uh, their first, I think their first feature was a like half Nelson. So they do very earnest work, uh, and not, not too flashy of work, just like, you know, behind the camera or anything, but, really just well done made stories oh yeah sure absolutely a creator davi waller who is best known of course for mad men and for the people who've enjoyed halt and catch fire i've seen that personally but uh everyone i've talked to seems to love it that got into that show so with all this ground to cover i'm just going to streamline these questions and let you guys express how you felt about each thing coming at you again rose was there a particular character in their story that you appreciated the most through this series? Uh, I would have to say uh, Margot Martindale as Bella Abzug. Uh, I was already kind of a, a fan of the real-life person, and to see her portrayed you know, so prominently in this story, of course she would be because she was prominent to the movement, but uh, yeah, the from the portrayal of her on Martindale's part, but also how... Uh, like kind of loving the writing was toward her and how much it showed how much she did for women and the movement and all of that. That was just really great. So every time she was on screen, it was just a delight. And I agree 100%. Margot Martindale, other than Kate Blanchett, I'm a big Kate Blanchett fanboy. Mm-hmm. Margot Martindale is always a selling point for me when watching television. I was excited about David Tennant playing Scrooge McDuck and thought, oh, maybe, maybe I'll watch that with the kids. As soon as I found out 
Margot Martindale was Ma Be- Ma Beagley. I was like, sign me up. We're watching every episode. She is a treasure. And as Bella Abzug, what really stood out to me in this character, she was a force to be reckoned with. She didn't back down from her beliefs and somehow still had this genuine character of listening to people, mm-hmm. of hearing their struggles and helping them. It's a beautiful performance and probably another Emmy on her shelf. Oh, yeah. This this whole thing hopefully is full of Emmy winners. Yes. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. And I love her her journey of going, like, again, moving the... Uh, moving the movement uh, along, but also knowing that there are politics getting in the way to where she has to make these sacrifices throughout the journey. And it's, mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking because they always talk about like, this is not how you were. And they always keep referencing the past. And when she does have that breaking point towards the end of the series, which is like, no, I'm going to rebel against this again. We're going to go back. And of course, uh, God, it, it's just, it's always heartbreaking when you see like it's it's not going to end that well for really anyone. It's crazy how, in a retrospect kind of way, you can see in the in the point that you're getting at with Bella Abzug, what happened to her was absolutely wrong, but what happened seconds later was so inspiring, and yeah. spoke huge to her character. Mm-hmm. Now, right, do you have a favorite character or rather a character story? You know, I have, I think throughout the whole series, because I never really focused on her too much until the end where she has that fantastic uh, drug trip. But I loved Sarah Paulson <laughs> yes. in yeah, yeah. this show. And I'm so happy because I, I don't know if her if her character is based on a real person. I the, You know, they had the... Uh, uh, the title of the text before the show, like, you know, this is based on a true story. And yeah. there's a lot of characters that have been made up for, you know, fictional purposes to, you know, move along the story. And I, I wonder if uh, she was made up, but uh, if not, she she's okay. Yeah, that's what I, I was assuming. But it's great to see that she had her own arc throughout this whole show and then slowly realizing that Phyllis was not you know, really believing in truly believing in this, but also just doing whatever she could to kind of destroy everyone in her path and not really pay attention to people. Like I forget the character's name that was, um, that had the abusive husband care, uh, the, her character, I forget her name. Um, but their scenes together and then, um, Melanie, uh, uh, Linsky, I think that's her name. Um, Mm -hmm. which I love anything that she's in. Um, but like her taking on more of a prominent role and being more bossy as well and like trying to take over uh, one part of the, the Eagle Forum or whatever it was called. And, yeah. uh, but seeing Sarah Paulson finally come to terms with like, this is not what I want and I see that this is wrong. And then have her having her uh, great just like final moment in the whole show where she is like, I have a job and I feel great. And like mm-hmm. I am my own independent person and all my kids are out of the house and that's it. I, I loved her in this. Yeah. And it was also neat and kind of nuanced to see that she didn't completely give up, you know, her conservative ideals, but she definitely mm-hmm. saw the light and kind of came to the middle in, in uh, right. what she could do as a woman. 
right like, hey, maybe the other side isn't wrong i can do both of these things and still be a, a conservative and a christian and all this hmm, how about that yeah right <laughs> this compromise that we find sometimes in politics who knew that could work truly and surely i mean growing up i had the exact same question and i'm not going to spoil that question because it's a profound moment and who wants to spoil a sarah paulson monologue that moved me as well right Mm-hmm. And uh, what she comes to. And the fact that it falls on deaf ears makes it even the more powerful. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one of the best Kate Blanchett performances I've ever seen. Oh which, my God, yes. God. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I- Did you guys at any time feel sympathy for Phyllis Schlafly? At, at times, it's, yes, yeah, it's, all it's the times where you were engineered to, and I, I hated it every time. But <laughs> every time that you know there were those sympathetic moments, they would come right back around and go, "Oh no, no, don't feel too bad." Because look, and it's like, "Oh, okay." Phew. Yeah, but yeah, she's it, the worst. It, that that was another element where they did do a very good job of showing the nuance, and also in a way highlighting how much the people in the Eagle Forum and everyone at the, the against ERA movement were working against their own interests because they were fighting a lot right. of the same stuff that the pro-ERA were for. And it's just like, why? Why can't you see this? The, the irony <laughs> was like too thick in the end. Where And it's not a surprise of what ends up happening to Phyllis Schafley and, mm-hmm. uh, and her reaction just like, but I thought that I did everything they wanted. It's like, no, just like you, you don't realize that. Yeah, to your point, Rose, that she was working against herself this entire time, yeah. and that the the patriarchy is not going to just let her get to do, you know move forward and be okay and be a part of like the cabinet. Yeah, uh, for I didn't think the leopards would eat my face. Exactly, <laughs> and it's she. She's in a way. Uh, almost the most heartbreaking when you see when you do have those moments of uh of uh you know caring about her in like there's like really only like three or four moments in the whole series where you see her like normally by herself and just like kind of having little moments of realizing what she is doing and mm-hmm. what she's done and maybe that this is uh, you know regret if anything else because the whole thing for her character is that she she latched onto this just to get her voice heard by any kind of, you know, p- politician. Because she wasn't really even caring about this part. Yeah. And she got in there because she knows she could be, you know, p- convincing enough. And that she, this is something that she can move forward with. But she just wanted to be, you know, Secretary of Defense, Defense the entire time. Mm. And then all those mo- moments where she did kind of realize, you know, oh, wait. You know, I, I I am oppressed. These are real issues I have to fight about. No, no, just just put that away and just dig your heels in and just keep doing what you're doing, even if yeah. it doesn't make sense. Just go, go, go. The, to her, the ends will justify the means, but mm-hmm. she doesn't realize that that you know this won't end, and that there are going to be like no means that come back to her. Yeah, and she ultimately wound up a prisoner of her own success. I mean, she. Ended up in this like little hell of her own making. Good job, you won. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that that's amazing. You get to stay at home. That's that's what's so <laughs> sad about the whole thing. Like, to to what I was saying is that no one really wins. 
and uh, and she just demolished this and set back women's rights and equal rights, you know, 30, 40 years back. And you're just like, oh, God, like, and for nothing. Yeah. Well, one of the most telling scenes, not necessarily a spoiler, because we see this in day-to-day life, you know, it's true to how the world works, unfortunately. Uh, Phyllis Schlafly, she constructed fear and used fear to pass what she wanted uh, to pass. You know, I'm kind of stumbling here explaining it. There was a setback in what she was doing, so she was a little disappointed, like, oh, bummer. That was her response to it. One of her followers broke down and started sobbing. Now the commies are going to have commie babies and ungodly perverts are going to teach our kids in school. And you could see Kate Phyllis Schlafly look at this sobbing, hysterical woman and be like, what's her problem? And it's like, oh, my gosh, Phyllis, you created that. You created all those horrible lies. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like very akin to... uh, this might be, might be a stretch, but like the kind of the villainous role, but even though she's the protagonist is it kind of reminded me of Daniel Plainview a little bit of like there mm-hmm. will be blood where it's just like keep going, keep going, pushing himself to where you'd see moments of just like this regret of like what he's doing, the monster that he is becoming. And you have some sympathy for him like in moments and he, you know, he doesn't win either, really, in the end. <laughs> like, well, it, it's more. Oh, well, yeah, that big ass house. Yeah, well, <laughs> that definitely helped him. But uh, it's it's interesting to, to see this type of character portrayed, where she is like kind of the the focal point of the whole story, whereas it's not necessarily like you know Rose Byrne's character and uh, uh, and uh, Margot and um, who, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, the, there's like a. a murderer's row of like fantastic female actresses in this show and it's just like it doesn't stop no it does keep on going uh gloria steinman is played by rose byrne that was the real life character i recognize gloria steinman you know that's the mm-hmm. face of feminist for decades uh yeah. shirley chisholm uh you know being portrayed by uzo aduba also mm-hmm. incredibly talented jill ruckelshaw's uh, elizabeth banks portrayed her and had a outstanding monologue with Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she and did. The that way the chemistry between all these all these cast members was phenomenal. I can't think of a single oh, yeah, misstep. Perfectly yeah. cast in every way. And Tracy Ullman, like just being a badass the entire time. Like <laughs> I, I forget that it's uh when you get to see Tracy Ullman in anything, you're just like, oh I just feel comforted because you know she's just going to bring it like hellfire. The entire time, and for what it like a juicy role for her to play. Like yeah. I really hope yeah, that uh, she, Betty Friedan. Like I, I could see, like you know, best actress and best supporting actress at the Emmys or even the Golden Globes. Like it's just going to sweep it. But it's like, how do you choose? Because everyone gets should be you know nominated for all of this. Yeah, seriously. At this point, they're just going to have to throw darts at names. <laughs> <laughs> just give an ensemble award. Now it, it definitely would for like the Screen Actors Guild. I bet it will probably win it for that. Uh, for like TV oh, show or miniseries, but uh, it's it's hard to choose because yeah, because that's how it's also structured is that each episode focuses on a particular character. Where you know later in the series, it's getting on uh, you know multiple people uh, like uh, what is it uh, Ari Grainer uh, is that her name? Yeah, Grainer. Grainer, she's incredible too. Uh, 
It's the uh, it's really the highlight of the entire show. And I will say, leading into my final thoughts, that's weird. The chorus saying his final thoughts first. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of historical biopics. I think they get a little bit. What's it called when you're writing from retrospect and it shows? But everything presented here was more at the heart of the issue. I don't know if it was so genuine because a lot of these issues are, oh my gosh, still going on. So the writing was more passionate about something that was happening and is happening today, maybe. The cast knocks it out of the part. And Margot Martindale, huge fan. Kate Blanchett, absolutely Rose Byrne, who keeps showing herself as an incredibly diverse actress. Yeah. And uh, I like Elizabeth Banks as well. I had no idea she could be dramatic, though. So when her and Kate trading blows, I I was blown away. John Slatterly, also in here as Fred Schlafly. He was uh, on Mad Men, of course. I don't know why Mm -hmm. I don't remember his character's name. And as you said, Tracy Ullman, Sarah Paulson, all absolutely brilliant. This is need to watch TV because you can Mm -hmm. educate yourself and also be entertained. And I think that's the most important thing about historic biopics, which I usually don't watch, as I said. But if they even for a moment have me thinking, I should read up on this history and also see how much has changed and what I can do to help, not just better my own life, but better the lives of the young people who will soon grow up and hopefully hopefully not have to pick up entire, you know, fights and we can end all this madness and live in peace. Not likely. Oh. If uh, Cynical, not likely, but that's my hope as someone who's living in the world today. But Rose, final thoughts. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, 10 out of 10, obviously. Rose, final thoughts, please. Uh, yeah, I, I very much, th- this was a, a love-hate thing for sure. I mean, I, it was so extraordinarily well done that I, you know, was thoroughly entertained the whole time. But yeah, like I said earlier, the, the ending of just about every episode made me mad or angry or even a little teary-eyed at the end of some of them. Um, and I, I, going into it, I had very strong feelings about Schlafly anyway. I mean, I despise the woman and I was concerned that the show would maybe portray her in too sympathetic a light or make her like another kind of impish villain protagonist you know where you're almost kind of rooting for her in a way but no they they absolutely did not do that aside from those occasional moments of sympathy where you see that she's sabotaging herself um and it, it paid really equal attention to both sides which was great um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult sit if these are issues that are near and dear to your heart, although it should be near and dear to everyone's heart because this is everyone's issues. Um, uh, if from a technical standpoint, this is one of the most amazingly well-made things I've seen in a while. The, the costumes, the hair and makeup, everything is exceptionally well done. And even like the, the lighting and color grading made it look like you were watching it. Like old photos come to life. The coloring was kind of washed out, which was nice. Um, yeah, and then the ending of it, too, was almost kind of in a way reminded me of the ending of uh, Black Klansman from a couple of years ago, where it yeah. very pointedly brings it back to the modern day right now going on to kind of hit you over the head with, hey, this is still going on and nothing has changed. Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I, I think I would also give it uh, 
nine out of ten. All right, right. Go on with your final thoughts. <laughs> I I really did love this. I was pretty excited when uh, I saw the first couple of trailers for this, and lately FX is just like knocking out of the park oh, yeah. with starting with like Fargo and then Devs Atlanta. and Atlanta and Legion and just this very diverse setup of uh, of stories fictional and obviously in this case non-fiction and then seeing all these brilliant actresses in this everyone from again from like Kate Blanchett who she's just so damn good in everything she does like I don't know what she, she's ever been like I don't think she's ever really chosen like a bad story to be a part of either like she's just so damn good and committed and everyone else down to like even Janine Triplehorn, which she is such a sympathetic character where, you know, Phyllis Schlafly treats you like shit most of the time. You're just like, God. And uh, again, like to everyone's point, it's like not understanding that she is going to just ruin herself by the end of this because this is not going to end up well for her. And to your point, Rose, as well, like just thematically, like how it's set up with like the costume design and the production design. And it's crazy, like, you know, I'm assuming we all read a lot of, like, movie news, not seeing anything uh, about this. Like, I, I haven't seen really anything, like, on, you know, some of the websites that I usually uh, partake in. And I'm just like, man, this came out of nowhere. And it is, like, front to back brilliant. And the 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 final, like, shot by herself going back to the kitchen, because dinner's at 6, as always, and mm-hmm. peeling the apples, Ooh. going back to it. And just like basically how she began and she understands that to like every single time she even tried to run for office, she failed or, you know, didn't get voted for because I guess not a lot of people agree with her for some whatever reason. Hmm. Uh, yeah, big shock. And, <laughs> and good, having good thing, Ronald yeah. Reagan kind of just like put a whole pin in it and just said like, I really appreciate it. And then hangs up the phone and just like. <laughs> Uh, uh, and it, that's what was the most sympathetic part is that she realized at that moment she lost because, you know, uh, her husband, Fred is saying like, you deserved it. You like you, 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 you should have been on the, in that, uh, that office. And then there's like a bit of silence. She's sitting there looking out the window and he says, when's dinner? It's like, it's at six. Yeah. It's always, at, and she's like, it's always at six. And that's, what's so heartbreaking yep. is that the people who, you know, I don't, this is not a, a, you know, necessarily a political conversation, but understanding that her, her character and not realizing how this is going to affect hundreds of thousands, millions of people uh, for decades to come and realizing that maybe in a way that this is like, this was a bad idea. Hopefully she had that kind of, um, you know, pathos to, to realize that it's like, this was, um, you know, a fool's errand like this is not going to end well for anyone and she destroyed it all in the end and such a, a brilliant way to kind of end it and like also to your point rose with the the kind of the flash forward of like okay so at least a few more states ratified it but of course the last thing that she wrote was the the conservative case for trump and well we all know where that's getting us to this day <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so in the end from how much I like, I really love this. Uh, I would say there's just, there was a few moments of just uh, 
it felt like a little padding here and there and not a lot of uh, mm -hmm. explanation with a few characters, like very minor characters. Some of the, the relationships between some of the people of like where they went to and like what was going on. And you can just infer a lot of things. But uh, in the end, nine out of 10, and then usually I know we do, you know, uh, I guess uh, metaphors, but nine out of 10 pies in the face, I would say. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. And there was yeah. something else I meant to mention that we didn't get into, but I wanted to definitely shine a spotlight on it. Uh, the intro, that is one of the coolest television Hell intros yes. I have ever seen yes. in my life. I, I love that song, that rendition of that Beethoven piece anyway, but yeah, that I that is one theme song that I never skipped every time it came up, and I watched mm -hmm. it, like every little detail of it every time, because I'd always notice something different that is so cool. It kind of paints the whole show, like the whole picture. It's like the Midsummer. With the, the mm -hmm. whole, uh, you know, mur mural that basically shows what's going to happen in the entire movie. Yeah. This, this basically shows what's going to happen. And again, it's not a surprise that like the ERA was like put to rest for years and then or just extended forever or whatever it was. And it just, uh, yeah, it's it's really um, that last episode was just like, God, this is this is just again, this it's is kind devastating. of dread. devastating. <laughs> well. On that, here's Phyllis Schlafly doing a Daniel Plainview. Those libbers hid their milkshakes, but my straw went over and drank it up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go out on a laugh, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 